Girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood. So we're going to jump right into our first segment today, which is called Girl What's Good. And in this segment, we talk about things that we've been loving for the past couple of weeks. It could be a book, a show, a bottle of wine, anything that we've been loving. So Samaria, what's been good with you? Okay, so um, this week in season three of You came out. I don't know if you watched that show. We've never talked about it before Mm -mm. Uh, I feel like you've been trying to get me to watch it and I just haven't gotten around to it yeah you have to girl Uh, so yeah that's been what's good with me uh, because I've been watching that I haven't finished it yet I think they have 10 episodes now I'm on episode 7 but that's what's been really good with me I spent yesterday trying to binge watch it but you know I'd be tired girl so I didn't get through it but yeah so if you have it if you're like Miosha and you have not watched you there are three seasons so you got you got enough material um (laughs) go ahead and watch it but yeah what's good with you I'm actually switching my girl what's good at the last minute being that you mentioned the show yeah So I I guess I'll save my other one for a different episode. But what's been good with me is I've been bullied into watching Squid Games. So unless you've been under a rock or just not on Netflix within the past couple of weeks, then you may not have heard of it. But Mm -hmm. it's the number one show on Netflix. I think it's been that way since it came out. And I'm one of those people where I don't necessarily have to rush and watch something right away because I don't have a lot of free time just to binge watch TV anymore. Yes, I've been bullied by the people in my life. It was a show where I'm like, yeah, that seems interesting, but I'm not a scary movie or show type of person. I just don't like consuming that type of content, which is weird because years ago, I was really into true crime podcasts. <laughs> but I digress. I, I prefer not to watch shows that um that are like horror or killing people. But it is good. I think I'm on episode six or seven. Uh, and I say that I was bullied into watching it because literally everyone's talking about it. You you can't go on social media without seeing some references to it. And the very special person in my life has made sure like you're going to watch the show. So I haven't finished it yet, but I will say it is good. And yeah, that's been what's good with me. You know, um, what's funny is we asked on our Instagram stories, like what are some Netflix shows that you guys have been watching and your significant other submitted that. So <laughs> I believe you when you said you were bullied. <laughs> See, And, you know, it's not that I don't enjoy watching shows that are trending or popular. It's just the premise of the show just isn't something that I would naturally seek out. And, you know, him and I, we don't watch that many shows together. But if it's like a really popular show and he he likes it, he's going to keep asking me about it until I sit down and watch it. So I'm almost finished with it. I think, I think I'm on episode six or seven and it is binge worthy. I will say every episode does leave you like, okay, I need to know what, what happens next. So 
Yeah, I'm usually the person who's on trend. Like if something comes out and the whole internet is watching, I'm that person to watch. I just haven't had the capacity to do that. So I'm way behind on Squid Game. The only reason why I watched you was because I've been waiting for, I think it's been over a year for that like oh. season to drop. Yeah, so um, I've watched the first two seasons and I just need to know what, what's happening with you. So that's why I committed to that. But Squid, it's going to take me a minute to, to get to Squid Game. And then Insecure is starting next week. So that's going to take up some time. So I... Girl, they they be killing me when they be waiting a year, two years in between these shows. It's like, I understand y'all have work to do, but how y'all going to release all this good content? I think the one that takes the cake for me is always Game of Thrones, how they waited like, it had to be at least three years. Okay, so that's the one trend that, well, besides Squid Game now, but that's the (laughs) one thing that was trendy that I didn't watch. Okay, also Power, I think was trendy for a while and I I wasn't really into that. But I will um, say, I I don't think Power made people wait two, three years in between. I kind of fell off of it, but I don't remember it being that long in between seasons. But I will say the length of time does make me like, oh, like, come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. So when it finally comes, you're ready to binge watch. So yeah. Speaking of just based on when this episode is dropping, Insecure is coming out again. And if you follow our Instagram, um, you know that it's our favorite show to watch together. If you don't follow our Instagram, what are you doing with your life? No, I'm just kidding. But um, you, you should go ahead and follow us because every Monday after the um, episode airs, the episode airs on Sunday. So every Monday we'll be going live to discuss what happens in the episode. So yeah, please follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals Podcast and join in on the conversations because you know we're in for a ride. <laughs> I know it's exciting uh, that it's coming back. It's also kind of sad because we know it is the last season, but I'd rather they end on a high note. So. And I know they're going to make us upset. Like I, I already know we're going to be <laughs> upset. So I'm just preparing my heart <laughs> for that. All right, so we're going to jump right into today's topic, which is friendship red flags. And on this podcast, we talk about friendships throughout womanhood. And specifically, Samira and I have been able to showcase specific portions of our friendship and how it's grown and developed over the years. And while that is a beautiful thing that we've been able to experience and show, we do understand that there are some women out there who may have friendships or relationships that just may not be the best for them. And so in this episode, we wanted to go over certain red flags or certain things that might be occurring in friendships that just may not be the best for you, or maybe it hasn't always been that way. It's things that have popped up over time where it just may may be like, girl, this just not it for you anymore. So Samaria, I wanted to start with you to share some of your friendship red flags. Okay, so I'll I'll do my first one. Okay. Um, and it's funny that we're doing this because there's been like this trend on social media of like the red flags. <laughs> but this idea existed before that trend started, y'all. So um, anyway, so my first one was like, if you're always starting stuff in public or like doing things to make other people uncomfortable. So um, for example, there are a group of us and, you know, maybe something happens and you want to make a comment about it, 
but you know that it would kind of make things awkward for everybody else. Instead of reading the room, you're like, I'm going to make this comment anyway. And that's a huge (laughs) red flag for me because I don't like all that drama, you know, around me. So it's like, if you say something and whoever those people are, and now they're responding and y'all are going back, back, you know, back and forth, you can't, don't expect me to jump in and be like, oh, well, that's my friend. So I had to say anything. No, you could have just left that alone. (laughs) Like you did not have to engage. And this one is particularly bad because I, I remember um, asking one of my aunts, I was like, hey, what happened to your friend from like years ago? So this is when I was five to 10. Like this woman would always be at our family parties. You know how it is. Like we invite mm-hmm. our friends to family events. And I was like, what happened to her? She was like, oh, we're not friends anymore. I was like, what? You would have thought this one was in our family. Like what happened? And exactly what my aunt said was because when we would go out, she would be wanting to pick fights with other people. And I didn't like all of that. And I'm like, yes, auntie, I feel you (laughs) because who does that? You know, so you just kind of have to read the room. And even if it's something where it's like on your heart to say, or you feel like, well, I have to get this out. If you're with other people and you know that it would put them in an uncomfortable situation, maybe just let it go. Like, it's okay. So yeah, that's my first red flag. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I think it also has to do with just personality types where some people just feel like they have to say their piece on it. And especially mm-hmm. if they feel like they're right or someone else has been wronged in a situation, <laughs> yeah. but it could potentially just derail the whole night or the whole plan for the day if you just can't let something be. So I definitely get it. Yeah. I remember this moment in college. This is something that happened with you and get to this <laughs> point, obviously, because Neosha and I are still friends, but um, <laughs> this girl or somebody left their cell phone outside of the classroom. Everybody was sitting out there preparing for a test. And so Miosha saw the phone and took it into the class and was like, Hey, did somebody leave their cell phone? You know? Mm-hmm. And this girl came from all the way to like from the back of the class walks to the front, gets her cell phone, and just walks back. And Yosha was like, geez, you're not even going to say thank you? I was like, oh, God, I hope this doesn't turn into a thing. It didn't. I think the girl just like was like, thank you. But yeah, I (laughs) just remember that. I don't remember that. You have a good memory of that time. Because I was like, is something about to happen? (laughs) So yeah, Um, I remember it. All right. So my first red flag is if you have friends that come to you and tell the personal business, the very personal business of their other friends. And so it's natural as friends or best friends that you're going to share stories, share different life experiences. But I just think that certain maybe topics or things you would think would be off limits. Mm -hmm. And for me, that would be a red flag. Because it would make me think like, okay, if I tell you something, do I always have to specifically say, don't go tell someone else? Just because if you're in an emotional moment or you're just not thinking, you may not remember to specifically say, don't go tell, da, 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 da. Like even with Samaria and I, I don't have to be like, hey, don't go tell X, Y, Z to anybody else because I feel like it's understood, at least on certain things like, hey, yeah, I probably shouldn't go repeat that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so, yeah, for me, that would just be a red flag just because there should just be a certain understanding within friendships. And I think that it's natural to share stories here and there, but if it's like all the time or on very personal topics, things that I think we as women may just agree like, yeah, maybe that topic is sensitive and they Uh probably told you that thinking, oh, this is just going to stay between us. And, And I also think that it is somewhat natural to feel like, oh, well, I'm friends of my friends' friends, but they haven't built that tight relationship. They don't know them. And so I would just say, be mindful if you do have a friend who is telling you the personal business of another friend, not saying that you cut the friendship off per se, but it, it wouldn't hurt if you communicate it to them like, hey, are you okay? That is the other person okay that I know these things? Mm-hmm. And you probably should remember to tell them if you say something very personal, yeah. hey, don't go repeating this to some to another friend. Right. Also, if you're the friend who this information is confided in. So for example, one of Miosha's friends tells her something and she tells me just in conversation. I'm not going to go back to that friend and be like, oh yeah, Miyosha had said that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) don't do that, please. Just because again, you, you never know how that person might feel about Mm -hmm. that information being out. So yeah, just, just be mindful. Van, I would agree with you though on that. Um, There are things that I know that I've told you that you've probably brought up to other friends, but I wouldn't expect if it was something deeply personal mm-hmm. that you would be like, girl, let me tell you what happened with Samaria, right. uh, especially in that way, that like gossipy way. I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect that. And that would yeah, be Yeah, you'd problem. expect that people would read the room, especially at the age we're at now, you know, maybe in your early 20s or teens where you're still learning yeah. how to read the room in certain situations. But Moving into your late 20s, early 30s, I think we've had enough life experience where we can denote what is probably deeply personal, surface level, or just right in the middle. So this kind of leads me to my next red flag, and they're kind of connected. Okay. And the next one for me is when friends are speaking negatively about their other friends Mm. that they're close with. And I understand that, you know, things are going to happen within your different friend groups where you're going to have conflict. You're not always going to see eye to eye. You're going to relay those stories to other friends. But I think we all should just be mindful of speaking down or negatively of our other friends to other friends. Mm. One, because, you know, just as adults, if you, if it's something that's reoccurring and repetitive, then it's like, okay, well, do you really still want to be friends with them? Do they want to be friends with you? (laughs) And at a certain point, I'd expect that you either end the friendship or just do something about it and not just continue to come to me. And it can also make it very awkward too. Like if I know this person and now I have to sit on this information where even if you may not think it's a big deal, it could potentially make that middle person feel uncomfortable. So I think venting here and there, that's fine. But the reoccurring gossiping and talking about friends to other friends, I personally think it's just a red flag. And for me, eventually I would just be like, well, girl, why don't you tell her? Or I'd be like, well, do you really want the friendship anymore? And I'm not saying that we haven't all gone through that time period where maybe you've decided that you're done with the friendship, Mm -hmm. but you haven't executed on it. I've kind of seen that happen before where, yes, I'm a listening ear and you've, you've already decided in your head. Now you just need to figure out 
how you're going to move forward on yeah. maybe ending the friendship, then yeah, I'll be a listening ear as you kind of go through that process. But if you're not even at that point and you're just talking about the person, it's like, girl, woman up, say something or don't be friends with the person anymore. Just do something. But yeah, don't just keep running to me about it. Yeah. And it it's one thing to say, oh, this person did this like negative thing. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to like sort it out versus oh, she's a this and a that, you know? Because one is specifically talking about, hey, this was just something that she did. Mm-hmm. And I have to come to terms with that thing that she did. Do I want to associate it with her character or not? Was it just like a one-off thing? So yeah, there's that's one thing. But then mm-hmm. to be like name calling and saying, oh, this right. is just how that person is. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's a good trait <laughs> oh, at all. Um, so my second one would be people who like give backhanded compliments or are low key shading you. Mm. Like I remember, uh, <laughs> so this is, this is back in high school and <laughs> I have always like, like my body has always looked a certain way. Snatched. <laughs> <laughs> and- it's okay. You don't have to be modest. <laughs> She's blushing. <laughs> I did not say snatch me. Osha did. But um, I, I was like a little younger than the girls in my group. And I remember one of them saying, oh, if you already look like that now, then you're probably going to be overweight when you're a particular age. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dang, <laughs> ain't no hope for me. Like, I'm going to just be <laughs> overweight. Like, but yeah, those little things, it's like, it, if my body says just say that, like, it's okay. You don't have mm-hmm. to say that oh you're gonna look like this at a certain age and I've I've always still look the same I've that age has come and passed and I still like look mm-hmm. the way that I look um so yeah it it rubbed me the wrong way and hopefully this isn't thing this isn't something that people run into now like at older ages like late 20s and early 30s but you know just beware of those like shady comments that are being made whether it's about like your career your appearance your whatever especially especially if it's a moment where you've accomplished one thing and they use that moment to throw shade on another area of your life for example oh I just got this promotion And, you know, it's going to come with this pay raise or whatever. And then they're like, okay, girl, look at you. You always climbing up the corporate ladder, but you can't find a man. Like stuff like that. (laughs) Like things that are like joking. This is what got Issa and Molly in trouble because it was like little comments like that that were being made back and forth. And I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be a friendship red flag for me. Yeah. Like my friends, I need you to be my cheerleaders. Like line up, get in line, know the routine (laughs) because (laughs) I'm going to be when, when it's your time or I'm going to be your cheerleader. So yeah, the, the shady backhanded comments are, are a big red flag. So my next one is somewhat related to that I think connected okay it's be mindful within your friend group about unchecked or unresolved insecurities Mm. and the reason why I say it's potentially connected to your last red flag around the shady uh backhanded compliments is I think I mean we all have insecurities things that we wish to change about ourselves things that we wish were different and sometimes we can you know, project or 
have certain behaviors where those insecurities come out in different situations. I'm not talking about, oh, I wish I was taller or I wish something very simple. Yeah. I'm talking about things that are a little bit deeper than that, where we can start to project onto other people. So in your situation with the young lady, she mentioned something about your body Mm -hmm. being whatever. Now, I don't know this person and what she looks like, but I think sometimes it's subconscious. Like Mm -hmm. we may feel certain things about ourselves and then we can be making comments about other people and project, not even doing it on purpose and projecting, oh, well, you're probably going to be big when you get to xyz if if that person is already feeling self-conscious about their body right you were perfectly fine with the way your body looks and how you feel I just think sometimes it's genuinely just subconscious and we don't always think about it Mm -hmm. obviously it's gonna affect the people closest to you yeah and so I just think as as we progress throughout womanhood, it's just important that we either address or resolved whatever those insecurities are that we have so that within our friendships, we're not being negative or shady subconsciously because Mm -hmm. we're dealing with things within ourselves that we're putting on to our friends when they have moments of happiness or success or just any random thing that we haven't dealt with. Now we're trying to put it onto them as if they should have an issue or the same insecurities. And it's like, no girl, I actually like the way I look. And even if I was big, I'm I'm good with that too. Right. Like in that moment, I'm not saying that she meant it that way, but I've definitely seen that within, not even just within friendships, but relationships you have with coworkers, just people in general where they have whatever's going on with them. And in those random moments, they'll choose to make comments or say things that really kind of show whatever's going on inside. Yeah. You know, so this is kind of unrelated, but I'm just going to say it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what? It's always interesting to me um, when you say someone accomplished, this happened recently, but say someone um, buys a house or accomplishes something. Uh, I am always leery of those people who, instead of just saying like, hey, congratulations on being a homeowner or being this, they always have to like insert themselves a little bit. So it's Mm. not just, oh, congratulations on being a homeowner. It's congratulations on buying your home. We bought one in that same (laughs) area last year. And it's just been the highlight of our like existence. It's like, great. I think some people genuinely mean it, you know, in a great way. Like, oh, I just had a baby. Welcome to motherhood. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But there are instances where people are just like doing the most. And it's like, type congratulations and go. Like, go, go on about your business. Like, <laughs> right. like no one go. asked you. Like, right. that's great. But I know what you mean where, you know, some people, every single time someone says something like, oh, I just lost, you know, lost 10 pounds. Oh, oh, well, they mentioned that they just lost 50 pounds. It's like, you're having to insert yourself. Yes. Just be happy for that person and move on and be mindful of that. Because over time within a friendship, it can feel like you can't let people have that individual moment. 
for yes. themselves. Just let me have my time. Let me celebrate my 10 pounds, girl. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my next one is going to be um, friends who never like show up for you. Like they don't come to special occasions or they always have an excuse for something. This actually happened to my sister. It hasn't happened to me yet. I don't think. <laughs> Um, not that I can think of in this moment, but mm -hmm. like there was someone who just would not come to certain events, you know, that they would mm -hmm. have. And I think one time my sister was having this occasion and she was like, I bet this person is going to have a reason why they can't make it. And they did. So it's just mm -hmm. like those types of friends who don't ever show up for you, like when you're having those like big moments or when you're celebrating something. Um, I think that's definitely a red flag. It might expose some of those insecurities that we've talked about with previous red flags, but I would just be mindful of people like that who don't want to show up to your happy moments. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, friendship is definitely about those happy moments um, and celebrating, but I think just in general, like it's about being there for each other, mm -hmm. good, bad ups, downs. And, you know, if you're only, if this person's only around when it's like, oh, let's go hang out or let's go yeah. do, you know, whatever social thing that could also be just kind of a symptom of maybe the type of friendship dynamic that you have yeah. where you may be thinking that the friendship is deeper than what it is. And this person just kind of sees it as surface level while you're continuing to try to like really include them in your life. Would you say there are um, friendship red flags that are particular to your status as a married woman? Mm, as a married woman? Yeah, like uh, if a friend is like saying certain things about your husband or mm -hmm. um, acting a certain way around your husband, like what red flags would you um, say? Oh, yeah. Seen or can maybe think of, even if you haven't seen yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, definitely that would be a red flag if there's conflict there. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, that I don't necessarily think that my spouse has to be really, really close with my friends. Mm -hmm. It would be helpful if they got along, but if the friend didn't have legitimate reasons why yeah. they just didn't see it for my spouse, then that would be a red flag. The same way it would be for any other family member who just wants to decide not to like them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, girl, why are you trying to make my life more difficult? But um, I will say, though, that I've heard that, you know, like once you get married, you should be flocking together with other married people just yeah. so that you can be aligned in that way. I can't say that I subscribe to that because, right. you know, if you get married at a certain age, like your, like your sister said in the last episode on getting married too young, mm -hmm. you know, if you're married at a certain age, a good portion of your friends may still be single just by chance, not, not on purpose. So are you just expected to drop those friends right. <laughs> because you're married? So I will say though, I, I understand that you may not be chasing after other single friends after you've gotten married. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that, I think what's a red flag when you're married is probably stemming from maybe what was there even before you got married. Gotcha. So. One of the things that I'm mindful of just, just because I think it's 
something to be mindful of, not because of anything you said mm-hmm. um, to me, but I am always like mindful of how often I text your husband. So if oh. it's not like, like even for his birthday, I'll text you and be like, tell him I said happy birthday. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause I'm like, text him. Right. Text him? <laughs> but I, I am like very uh, mindful of that. Like I'm mm-hmm. either texting both of you, uh, texting you, or, you know, if I want to surprise you with something, then for me, that's, mm-hmm. you know, but it, for me, it's because he's not my friend directly, right. you know, you're my friend and he's, you know, attached yeah. to you. So he's my friend by association. <laughs> but and, and I can appreciate that. I think it's because of my personality type and all the people who are very close to me, like I trust you all. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, for me, it, I actually enjoy my friends being close with my spouse. It just makes life that much better and easier <laughs> in terms of, you know, merging friendships and marriage. But I could definitely see like, if I wasn't okay with that, that would be helpful for our friendship because then I wouldn't have to explain to you like, girl, don't be texting my man. (laughs) That'd be such an awkward conversation, but we can't just assume that everyone feels the same way that we do. Mm -hmm. What other red flags did you have for friendship? Okay, my next one is whenever friends always want to use you as an emotional or conflict dumping ground. And I think that, It is definitely important to be supportive of your friends, be a listening ear. But I think when a person is only calling you with drama or something's wrong, something's bad, Mm -hmm. and they're not mindful of whatever you have going on in your life, the timing for you, I think that that can be a red flag that can be worked through, but it's still a red flag nonetheless. Yeah. I think one of the keys, in my opinion, to a long lasting friendship is kind of respecting boundaries of of your emotions and time, just being mindful of each other. And there's not to say that there won't be seasons where you have to be more of that listening ear and vice versa, but it just can't be a one way street all the time. And you can't just immediately get on the phone and be like, girl, this is what happened. And ooh, da, 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 da. And you haven't even said like, hey, is this a good time for you? Are you feeling okay? Yeah. This is one of the things I love about my friendship with Samaria is that we're both very mindful of each other. There, I'm not going to say that there hasn't been times where we both really needed each other in that moment. We're like, girl, we got to talk about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Those moments have definitely happened, but yeah. on a routine weekly basis, we try to make sure that, hey, okay, Miosha is in a good space to talk about something like this right now. Samaria is cool to talk about this. Oh, she has time. And there are times where (laughs) we just don't feel like talking and we don't have the energy and neither one of us takes it personal. Like, Mm -hmm. girl, I just don't even feel like talking right now. Okay, cool. We'll table it until the next time to the point where we have to like write it down. Otherwise we might forget. <laughs> we do have a note. It's, it's called don't forget to tell Samaria slash Miosha. And we put like little blurbs of what we want to explain to the other person in the next conversation. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's a red flag that can be worked through though. I think you just have yeah. to have open communication. Like, Hey girl, you know, every time you call me, it can't be all this stuff because we do absorb things from each other. And so I think just be mindful of it and 
definitely be there for your friends, but it just can't always be like a dumping ground yes. in, in a one-way street. The last thing um, that I have, and I just thought about this, I this is just a red flag for me. It might not be for anybody else out there, but I'm um, often careful with people who are like, oh, my cutoff game is strong just because I it puts me in a position where I feel like I could do something to you And it could be something where you could have just said, hey, you did this. And I would be so willing to apologize. Like, oh, my God, I didn't even know I hurt you when I did that. I'll keep it in mind. I won't do it again. But you don't even give me a chance. You're just like, oh, I'm cutting her off. And it's like, what did I even do? Like, for me, if that were to happen, I'll be like, okay, I I don't feel like I lost a friend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And honestly, it makes me feel like whatever I did since I don't know what it is, it couldn't have been like such a huge deal. Like it it just kind of puts me in a place where I'm like, I don't want to be around someone who's not adult enough to communicate that Mm -hmm. this was a problem uh, because I feel like I'm such an easy person to deal with with that like if you come to me and say I hurt you I'll be like oh man like Mm -hmm. my bad you know I I have no problem apologizing I don't want to hurt anybody so yeah that's something that I would be a little bit leery about uh just because I like my friendships to go long and if you're Mm -hmm. a person who's like my cutoff game is strong then I feel like you were in my life for no reason (laughs) yeah and it feels like you're walking on eggshells too and like dang I can't make that one mistake or a misstep we're all human and at any yeah. moment we could just be done and it makes makes you feel like, okay, well, is it worth investing so much time, energy, and effort into building this knowing that yeah. it could just be cut, you mm-hmm. know, it, at any moment? So. Exactly. If um, So I have all the red flags that you named, which mm-hmm. one do you feel like you would be the most likely to do? So that I've named? Mm-hmm. I can't- Or me. Say, okay. So yeah, of you- I'd say the making the scene. <laughs> you think you would? <laughs> yes. And it would, for me, it would come from a place of being overprotective. Okay. Like, I can't say that I go around making a scene just because, but if we were in a situation where someone wronged you or hurt you <laughs> in that moment, like I'm definitely that person where I'm not going to turn completely up, but I'm going to say something. <laughs> you are. I actually love this about you because it like over the years has um, turned me into the person where when I'm in those situations, I will speak up more now. But I, I do have a few people around me who are like that. Like they won't cause a complete scene, but they're not going to let somebody just talk to me any kind of way. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And it's, it's not that I'm your bodyguard, but I also know that that's an aspect of your personality that has developed over time. It's like, yeah, like in that moment, especially if you've been wronged or someone's trying to hurt you or do whatever, I'm definitely going to say something. I'll address it. And I'm just not going to let anybody hurt you or walk all over you. So yes, I would be that person to probably make a scene, but not to the point where it would ruin our friendship. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What Um, about you? uh, I think mine would be missing events just because of me being such a homebody and an Mm -hmm. introvert. Um, I try my best to show up. I really do. Uh, But I think like if I was at the last event, maybe I don't have to be at the next one. Mm -hmm. And so that even though it's something that I try to check, if there were any of these that I, you know, was likely to commit, it would be that one missing some events. I'd say I'd agree because you (laughs) you are definitely more of a homebody, but 
you wouldn't be the friend to miss like big life moments or right. big things, but don't be shocked if Samaria is like on her couch or in her bed, like six o'clock on a Saturday, you know, she's just not a social person in that way. Yeah. But I think it also helps that the people who you are friends with, I think kind of understand that about you. Yeah. And for us, I'm like, yeah, I'll keep inviting her and she'll probably say yes, like three out of the 10 times. And that's yes. fine because <laughs> I have other friends. <laughs> and if I say yes, I'm going to show up. So I'm not going to yes. like, you know, just not show up or stand you up or whatever. I'll show up to those three ones. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Girlfriends and Goals podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave us a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like this video and subscribe as well. Also, our time together does not have to end here. You've heard our thoughts on this topic, but we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals podcast, where we'll continue this conversation throughout the next week. Also, don't forget, if you watch Insecure on Sunday night, Monday nights, we will be going live on Instagram to talk about the episode. So you definitely want to follow us on Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye.